Welcome back to Shadows in the Limelight. We have another two-for-one special on the show this week. Kevin Turner and Gunnar Thorne are our guests on the show. They are working on a project called Rhythm Therapy. They're just wrapping up some finishing touches on the album. I was fortunate enough to hear some of the tracks ahead of our interview, and these guys do really rock. Links to all things they have going on are in our show notes. I'm really excited for these guys to hit the road this summer and do some other theaters. They mentioned they're kicking off their summer touring schedule in Michigan. I'm going to play you a little bit of their new work before we get to the interview. So let's rock out with Rhythm Therapy, and then we'll hear from the guys about how this project came to be. First on Shadows in the Limelight, that was My Anthem by Rhythm Therapy. We'll hear about how this project came to be with Gunner and Kevin now. Kevin, Gunner, how are you guys? Great, man. Thank you for having us on here. Good, good. Nice. Um, well, I, I got a little bit of the background. Uh, for those listening, uh, Gunner sent me uh, a note, uh, actually sent me an email with some of the tracks that uh, Rhythm Therapy is what we're going to be talking about the most of today, the, the new project by these gentlemen. Uh, tracks I absolutely love. I know you're both in uh, Michigan, but what part of Michigan are you guys in? Uh, we're in actually Holland, Michigan, which is west. It's right on the lake, actually. And nice. so like literally we're about three hours from Detroit, three hours from Chicago. Grand Rapids is kind of where we're near. All right. Well, yeah. t- tell me, um, I mean, uh, we can now get some tracks on Spotify. We can get a little bit of the listen, but uh, tell me how rhythm therapy uh, came to fruition. Uh, I play in a cover band, a, a couple cover bands and I play all the time, but I had some originals that I had, written a couple of them had lyrics already but most of them were just i had a bunch of good music without lyrics and uh i kept was trying to find the right singer and uh i I, I knew phil from the scene for a long time and he he just reached out to me in one day it was really weird and i just said hey is there any chance you'd willing to come over and you know i said i got this song and i need someone to put vocals down and he came and put vocals down and he had a little guitar to it and it was so good. We thought, wow, this is pretty great. So yeah. I sent him all of my songs and all of a sudden he just started writing lyrics. And a year later, here we are with like 16 songs. Yeah, it's kind of it was almost kind of a fluke because, you know, we're we're all doing our own thing. And and, you know, we've all known each other for a long time. But, uh, you know, we like I said, we've been doing it all separately. And then and then he, he brought these songs and I had a bunch of songs of mine, too, that I kind of wanted to do something with. But I they were more acoustic. And once Kevin and I got together, I just felt like we had this really strong chemistry with the music. It was really cool. So we wanted to uh, keep, you know, keep writing. And then we thought, well, you know, we got to we got to put it. We got to put a band together now. You know, we have all these songs and we need to put a, a full fledged band. So that's what we did. So now we have all the guys in place that we want. It took a little bit. You know, we had to audition a lot of guys and some didn't really fit with what we were doing. But it's great. Now we have uh, the right chemistry and, and uh, we're ready to do shows this summer and everything. 
Okay, so when you guys are going to audition a band, I mean, we, we think about, I mean, you think about those New York bands in the 70s that put ads in the Village Voice or the back of Rolling Stone. What's what's the modern version of doing that now? For Well, like, okay, so a lot of it for us just right now is just we had, a, we know a lot of people in the business. So we were seeing who was available and then just kind of reaching out to them to see if they'd be willing to come on down and, you know, just kind of do a jam session more or less see if because it's got to click you know and uh it's right now everything's so you know you can get on the computer and find everybody on facebook so it's really easy i think for me it was kind of a dream to uh put you know together i don't i don't want to say super because we're not like you know super but i wanted to put together like a group of all of my favorite musicians from around this area and see what we could do together and, and we kind of achieved that because everyone else plays in other cover bands around the area. And Michigan as a whole, I spent a decent amount of time in Michigan, nothing like you guys being from there. I used to work for a company based out of Troy. But when when you, when you think of Detroit, you think of the rock scene in the 70s, you think of Motown, you think of everything. Right. I mean, you guys probably have pretty top-notch talent in Michigan still, right? Just very musically influenced. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot Definitely. of, I mean, there's so many great musicians and bands, you know, um, all different styles too. It's, it's really... It's a good mix. It's a good eclectic mix of stuff. And honestly, the the name rhythm therapy it, it kind of came because I I'm a, I'm you know I'm in my 40s now and and I was jamming with a, a bunch of people guys in their 20s and and it was awesome but frustrating. So then when I got together with Gunner and and it was like we would get together and the first half an hour hour of band practice would be like therapy because it would be like oh here's <laughs> someone that I can relate to. Right. And we would spend a whole bunch of time just, you know, talking about life. And, and eventually I was like, man, this is like, this is yeah. like rhythm therapy for us. Right. And that's kind of where the right. name came from. Yeah. That's a nice way of saying, Gunner, you're old. I get, I get you. Yeah. We, we can rock out at 30 <laughs> and be right. in bed by nine. Right. Old guys rocking. Hey, yeah. no, you guys have been around a while and I like yeah. that. But now I always think of it going, you know, as a, as a kid, even uh, one of my favorite things to do with my dad was we even called it the record store. And I was, I was around for, for cassettes. I've got a vinyl collection. I, I, I love music, but I always think of them as, as categories. And ultimately I've shifted my thinking anymore to not put genres together. And I basically just think good and bad, but if yeah. you guys are going to try and put a genre on yourselves for rhythm therapy, what is it? Um, I would say mm. it's, it's, well, it's pretty, it's a big mix, but I'll tell you what, I'll tell you kind of what our vision is. Um, for me personally, when I think of like great bands, besides like the Beatles, I think of, uh, um, like Led Zeppelin and Queen. So bands like that, my point is that bands like that, they play so many different kinds of styles, but it always sounds like them. So what I, so my goal is for us to write music that can be in a lot of different genres, but still like sound like us. I guess if I had to say one thing, it would, I don't kind of modern rock with more of a 70s, 80s kind of vibe or mojo to it. That's kind of how I would, it's got so many things. There's so many different sounds and, and influences. One of the tracks that was sent to me is one that's yet to be released. So that, that's why it's good to be me. I can get stuff before all of you listening. Yeah. But I heard, a, I heard the song, My Anthem, and I heard that one. 
And I love the guitar playing in it. Like it just, it kind of like, if you close your eyes, it does kind of feel like you can be taken back. And yeah, I think that that's something so special about music that I think that, you know, even if you don't hear it right when it comes out, I mean, you hear, um, you know, that first intro to you shook me all night long. You, it takes you to a time where you heard it. And I yeah. think that your guys' music has the ability to do that oh. too. Oh, thanks. But, awesome. Appreciate that. Yeah. One of the things that I, I wanted to talk about, and, and if you don't want to talk about it, that that's fine. But can you talk at all about the song called best version of me? Yeah. Um, how, you, how that came. So, be. okay. So, you know, like um, I guess my, my better half, my girlfriend, Kevin's wife, they both of uh, both of our ladies went through a lot of stuff. Uh, they're both moms passed away from COVID. And, you know, we just had to be the rock for them through all this, this past year. It's been pretty rough on them. So the song kind of came about just, just kind of reflecting and just thinking about, you know, our lives together and uh, just trying to be the best version that we can for them and, 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 and be there for them when they need it. So it's kind of how that came about more or less. Yeah, we're still messed up, but they're they're <laughs> yeah. they're, they're, they're getting the best version of yeah. this messed of up the guy. Messed up, you know, of the know? old farts. <laughs> I think that when I listened to that one, I, you know, I would say that if you took me twenty years ago, I wanted something that was catchy. But I find myself at first, that's still what I hear. I want a, I want a good riff, something that I hear it once. I'm going to hum it the rest of the day. But then yeah. if I listen to it two or three times, I start looking at the words. That was one that I, I was thinking of. Um, when I heard that and, and for you guys in your individual writing processes, I, I've talked to some folks recently who are recording full on albums all over the country, piecing it together. And then we go, well, now when are you going to tour? You can't play a weekend show with somebody that lives in Florida when you live in yeah. California or you live in New York yeah. city. It's kind of like the super groups, you know, years ago when you'd go, Oh, this will be a great album, but are you ever going to really tour it? Are we ever going right. to see it live? I guess, question there is you guys have shows lined up this summer is it are you guys playing weekend gigs where you guys planning on taking taking this stuff out um, no it's like because you know obviously it's just all original so we're doing like theaters um okay. our first show is actually on july 23rd and it's at a place called park theater in holland um okay. so you know we're, we're we're hopeful that what we can do you know we're in the process right now of you know we're looking for a company that'll you know really take us on and hope that, uh, you know, they can, that we're a good fit for a company. And then the goal is to, you know, either we can be opening up for somebody or we can maybe even just do a theater type of tour, you know, with and, just us. And, and that would be awesome. There's a lot of people right now that are out on the road doing just that is label support huge when it comes to that because they can help kind of put those touring pieces together or can you do it as an independent um well i i i've seemed to notice that when you're an independent we've i've had a lot of offers over the years but it was always like hey come do five shows with us but but you're gonna pay us a thousand bucks a night to play with us and that. and then and then but you'll make it back in merchandise or whatever they would say and it's just like that was buck cherry right yeah, you just it's too hard to make that happen and then and then and then still break even, you know, being being, you know, having families and everything else. Right. You got mouths to feed. Right. So that that made it, it made it more difficult as far as that goes. And for me, I, I just 
been trying my whole life to just get get some kind of record something you know so i'm not really sure how all that would work out but we feel really strong about what we're doing now you know we feel like the songs are where we want them you know you play with so many bands over the years and and you have some success here and there and we have a lot of friends that are in you know like the verve pipe is from here those are good friends of ours um you know pop evil is another band but we just we're just really happy right now with what we're doing and we just hope that people can see that vision and we can take that somewhere yeah it's like it, it's like with this music before before it was always like i was just i was trying to prove something or you know like i'm just trying to fit in and then when i got together with the gunner and we started writing music it changed everything for me we all of a sudden it was like I just love the music now. And, and I, and I don't, I, I just, I want to share it with people because I think it's so, so cool instead of being like, Oh, I got something to prove or this or that. Now it's just like, I'm so feel so blessed and feel like, wow, I can't believe that this is happening. Cause it, it just feels, it, it, it's hard to explain. Yeah. And this is, I'm going to tread lightly as I say this, cause this might come across offensive when I do it, but you guys are not spring chickens. You guys have been around a while. You've paid your dues, but that also means that if you would have had success when you were 21, you know, I would, I talked to JJ French last Friday and he said that in in 1973 uh, bands like kiss uh, Aerosmith, twisted sister, all these bands started right then. If you asked any one of them, how long they'd be out and exist, it was hopefully five years. And if that's, you know, I don't know what the average trajectory is for a, a band these days to hit success, but my guess is you'd appreciate it a whole heck of a lot more at 45 than you would at 21 being young and down, oh, yeah. just in general. Plus you'd, you'd probably be broke at 22. So, hey, you know. <laughs> well, 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 like the, the Flickr song, I, I wrote that guitar stuff like eight, oh. 19 years ago, like right after I found out my son was, I was going to be a father and, and I, I was just jamming and I came up with it and I just sat on it for so long. And then, you know, with today's technology, I, I learned how to uh, start recording and, and doing like drum stuff. And, and I just made the song and, and it really took timing was everything. It took me getting with Gunner and Gunner to complete these things, to make them what they are. So if I would have, if I would have finished it probably 18 years ago, it wouldn't be as good as it is now. Right. You know, I, I do that a lot of time. I always ask people when, when's the, the next material coming, you know, always, I always want a date. I, I run projects yeah. for a living. I'm very date oriented. When you talk to, you know, somebody that writes stuff or is a creative in any facet, they always said when it's ready, basically shut up, David, I I'll tell you when uh, it's ready. Right. Um, at, at the end of the day though, I'm kind of looking at, uh, you mentioned Flickr. You guys have seen some airplay with this one already. We I'll put the links to that song as well as uh, some other stuff in Spotify some of the standard music outlets where we can get this and our, my audience can, can listen to it. Yeah. Um, in terms of um, really marketing yourselves and, and going out, you got your first show, as you mentioned this summer um, plans beyond that. Um, do you guys have any way to, to distribute music or is that something you're really not even looking at because it's such a download age right now? Uh, well, the, the first step is we're going to take uh, five or six songs and then we're going to release them all on as like, because we've got 16 to 18 songs. So I'm going to try to do five or six songs in three different uh, sets throughout the, the rest of this year. And then so we release, I'm, I'm going to set it up and probably release five or six songs, you know, in the middle of May. 
And then probably right before the July show, we're going to release an, another few. And then summer in October, release the rest of them. So we at least by the, by, you know, come Thanksgiving, all of our music will be available online. Yep. And, and while we're doing that, you know, we're, like I said, we're shopping right now with record companies and just trying to find what's going to be the best fit for us. Um, so we can get, you know, more distribution. Cause I, the goal is for uh, what I'd really like to see happen is there's so much music overseas, you know, in, in Europe and stuff. And we really want to tag that market too and be a part of that. You know, that, that is something that's worth noting is that, I mean, even if it's touring over there, I mean, I, I was talking to somebody just yesterday, the episode will post later in the month, but uh, he was talking about that all they have to do to fly over to a European show is he likes to bring his base that's all he's taken with him uh, and wow. that, they, that they can make their entire year by doing a month in Europe, just because it's better, you know, I'm going to say there's just better reception there from fans. Yeah. Don Dockin talked about that where he just said he, they go over there for like two months and that he can make all the money he needs for the year. Yeah. So and, you know. Which is really sad. I, um, I've been on this soapbox for a while, but I, I hate the comment that rock is dead. I don't think rock is dead at all. And I think that what you guys are doing is is absolutely awesome. Thanks, um, but one of the things that I found funny, we, we were, uh, those that are, are listening to this, um, I was talking to Gunner before we got started. You got started in country music. Or is that, is that well, fair? It, no, I didn't start with country music, but I kind of ended up in doing some of that for a while. Um, you know, it really got popular around 2011, 12, it, it was just blowing up. And so I was kind of doing that for a while. And then I, you know, you, you do, you kind of step away from what you're doing and, and then you do something else, but then you kind of realize, man, I, I just, I miss just rocking out, you know, doing my white snake and, and all the, the cool <laughs> stuff that you love, you know, from the seventies and eighties. And so just kind of wanted to get back into to doing that, you know, honestly. Well, yeah, that was going to be my question is, were you into bro country or were you into like George Strait country? Uh, more modern countries. Yeah. Like primarily those kind of bands. Yeah. The newer country. Yeah. For just a, not, you know, six years, maybe something like that. You just had to step away for a bit. Yeah. Yep. My wife says that I compare that to you you know, we need to try this every other night when it comes to dinner, because it makes you appreciate the other things that much more, yeah. even though they suck. Yeah. Maybe that, maybe right. that just makes you appreciate right. your rock and roll that much right. more. Um, Dollar greens for you. Yeah, exactly. Get out. Um, <laughs> Kevin, you've always been rock and roll. Uh, I mean, we, we, we incorporate country into our, our, our cover nights. You know, I play like, I play like 40 weekends a year doing cover music and, and it's a lot, man. 40 and, weekends a year. Yeah. If not more. So, I mean, it's like, I just tell people it's the best second job in the world. You know, and if I got to have another job to play, play covers in a bar is, is, is pretty sweet. But yeah, I mean, I, if, if you, if you were to like hear the whole album, you would be like, wow, he, he's, his, his influences are all, all over the board because I was just like, there are no rules in music anymore. I'm sick of, cause we went to a studio in Memphis and it was like the most amazing experience, but there was, I, I felt so confined and it was so quick. And now it's like, I just thought, you know what, I'm doing this for me now, instead of doing it for somebody else. And it was like, there are no rules. I just, whatever feels good, feels good. And now we we're all over the board with our music and it's, and, but like Gunnar said, it, it still sounds like us. So it's, 
it's it's really it's pretty neat but i listen to everything man i i love i i appreciate all music that you know from that as, aspect i guess of your originals which one gives you the chills when you listen to it um i don't good what do you think yeah I, right now, it's 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 a mix between my anthem and if we shine. Yeah. Uh, th- those are really hitting me. But best version is the one that I listen to and it gets stuck in my head all day. I'm just singing my you know best version all day. I, I like that one a lot. Uh, go ahead, Gunner. I, I mean, I I love them all, and there's some that you haven't heard obviously yet. But I I had a couple songs that I brought to Kevin that were really special to me. So their yeah. walk to remember is a song about uh, somebody who passed away that was really, you know, part of my life. And, and that, so those lyrics are really special to me. Um, yeah. That one kind of gets me sometimes. Uh, when I was reading through your, your note to me, I, I wasn't going to ask about that one, but since you brought it up um, when you put your pen to paper and, and, and I'll say it, and if you don't want to talk about it, you don't have to, um, you know, a, a better half that, that passed away in 2018, when you put pen to paper, was that therapy for you or does it so, make you relive it when you play it? Um, so the really kind of weird thing is I started writing it when she was sick and we we're living out at a beach house. Um, and I wrote it on acoustic guitar, but I never really finished it, you know? And so when Kevin and I got together, I, I felt really compelled to, to, to make that song happen. I kind of wanted it to be, I wanted to do it for her too, you know? Um, and so, yeah, I finished it and it, it, it came out pretty quick. The lyrics, um, they usually do for me because, um, we try to write really honest. Um, it's not really like a, you know, BS kind of lyric thing. You know, it's really about our lives or people that are close to us and we keep it like that. And, uh, so hopefully that is really relatable. For a lot of people and that can help somebody maybe you know down the road too with something they're going through yeah when i was going through the recording of when i was recording him doing those vocals it, it was it was a it was like a surreal experience he 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 got really emotional i mean there was times where like he was singing and like crying and it was just I, it was giving me goosebumps because it was just i could feel his emotion and and now when i hear the song i can just feel it in there and it's just like it's just one of those songs. It's just like, wow. I guess that's a hope for me personally is I just, I'm hoping that somehow, you know, rhythm therapy, the name of it, our songs that somehow we can maybe help somebody, you know, somebody's hearing a song, they hear the lyrics and it, it touches them. And if they're standing up on a, a ledge and they hear a song like, like ours, and maybe they're just think about, Hey, you know, I got something else to live for, you know? And that's actually really important to to think about. And I, I was talking with uh, Ali Colleen. We did a podcast with her and she's a wonderful songwriter. Um, and she said that she gets hung up on numbers once in a while. And I, I can't remember if this made the podcast or not, but what she said was once in a while, she'd look at the numbers and go, this one only had X number of listens. And she goes, well, if you spin that around and go, well, that's going to change if those let's say it's only a thousand people that have heard that song. If it changed yeah. those thousand people, it makes it worth it and makes her smile. And I, sure. I'm all about that. Yeah. And you guys, again, uh, the links for rhythm therapy are going to be in our show notes. Please go down and click the link. Um, yeah. I'll put links to everything you guys have for the tour. Um, I really appreciate you guys reaching out to me to share this. Um, oh, I want new material when it gets there. 
Um, but what you guys have is something special and uh, keep on Thank rocking, you. gentlemen. We really appreciate it. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Thanks for having us on here. Big thank you to Kevin and Gunner for talking a little bit about their new project, Rhythm Therapy. Links to everything these guys have going on are in our show notes. Go support this new band. It will not be long until they get picked up by a label. It is great stuff, and these guys have been in the industry a long time and know what they're doing. While you're there, go follow this show on social media. Follow on Spotify. Subscribe on Apple iTunes. And while you're there, leave us a review. Take your good time with you. We'll be back next time with another great guest.